This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? How was uh, the big D, Dallas? I was like, where did I go? I already <laughs> forgot. Um, it was great. Yeah. It's very fun. I got to see all my siblings. It's nice because like I go and I get like when they when they all lived like in New York on Long Island, we'd like see each other occasionally for like a dinner or something mm. like that. But when I, now when I go, I mean, it sucks that you don't see them as often, but now when I go, I feel like I get like intense bonding. Right. It so looks I, like it. Yeah. I get like the whole weekend, I get to like see what their, like what their day to day is like, you know, right. like I see like the the kids over like two or three days and we're like hanging out, we're going to bed and we're waking up. It's like a, um, I just feel like I know them on like a deeper level than when I just see them at like a dinner. Right. No, the, well, dinner, they have their hair combed, you know, they're, right. they're you know, hi. Hi, Jordana. <laughs> like you say hello. This is them waking up, being like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yes. Oh shit! You want some cereal? You know, you can see who has the personality, who's got like, you know, who's the wild one, yeah, who's gotta, the funny one, who's the crazy. You know, you, especially with the kids, they exactly. don't really show total sense of their like personalities. And it's funny because now they're like, um. My niece is like eleven, so she's like a real person. Like, that's a human, yeah, right. So it's very, it's just funny to like see them now do, as like these like little adults. Do they know, does your niece 11 know about you? Like, is she like Betches waving the flag? Does she think it's cool? Like, um, well, they know that their mom like is also oh, is Dr. Yeah, Naomi. So I think that there's a sense of like, they know something's going on there. And then like they can, you know, if they Google their mom, like it'll come up. So they Google? Yeah, they have the internet. They're the like kids 9, Google? 10, 11, yeah. That's scary as shit. That right? you can just Google at 9. That they, uh, yeah, if they'd be listening to this podcast, they'd be like, Aunt Jojo, I don't know what she's been up to. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they can, they have a lot, Dating history. There's a lot of yeah. things they could listen to, a lot of hours they can hear about yeah. your whole life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They could get like really deep personal knowledge about um about probably the non-PC things that I've I've been up to all these years. I, I'm like having that moment where it's like hitting me, right. like all the things I've put on the, how could I ever have a child? You know, like, I, I don't know. There's so much to read. Maybe there's too much to read at this point, but, uh, I think it'll be good though. Cause they'll, you'll, they'll get like a nuanced take of like what your thought. It's almost like getting your diaries from like these periods oh my of time, God. right? <laughs> Reading the letters that were sent to your grandpa at war or something that he sent exactly. back, you know, it's a different it's a, version of that. Here's dad's podcast <laughs> from when he was 37 <laughs> and single. <laughs> Just me screaming, you know, boner, boner, boner. You know, like, oh, <laughs> that's da my dad. That's him. Um, but yeah, no, it was great. And then, you know, I have a few siblings. There's a bunch of people came in. So it was nice to see everyone. It was my brother-in-law's 50th birthday. Is that what it was? Because it looked like a big, yeah. you know, you get a taste from social media. And I was like, this looks like a big family fun mm -hmm. event. It felt like, a, you know, cookout. You know, it felt like, you know. 
We're in the backyard. There was a bouncy castle of some sort. There was a bouncy castle. There was a pool. There was a band. There were bartenders. Like Oh, um, this is legit. Yeah, it was like a legit intense 50th birthday. It was like, um, and it was just so funny because it's done, it's planned by like mostly like his like his side of the family. So uh-huh. it's just funny to see the difference in like the way that events are put on between um my family and his. Like for my family, I told you it's like I'm always like Mike eat before. Right. And this is just like a totally different experience. So way better hosting capabilities than I I know. love it. I, I I love watching from afar. It felt like the whole crew you guys look so much alike. Yeah. The whole family you had a strong, picture where it's yeah. like you look strong genes for my mom's unbelievable. Side, I guess, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Um, and it's, it's funny, even like my sister's kids, like thinking on her for a second when they're like coming up behind me, right. <laughs> I'm and like, excuse super me, embarrassed. 10 years, <laughs> 10 years younger than me. Right. Right. <laughs> Dickhead. Right. <laughs> I'm nine. <laughs> um, the worst is when people ask who's older. Hey, right. my brother, one. my brother likes to do that. Who do you think's older? And I'm like. I don't need to invite their opinion on right. what we look like right now. I yeah, I've done that before. And my lesson is: don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. Right, right. <laughs> you say that all the time. Yes. I, I, hurting your own feelings, or you say well, I, that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a similar. Basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that happens. Like you ask a question, you think you're being fun, but it's you know, no, opening the bag. I don't want to get into anyone else's creative writing project about me. Yes. <laughs> Like, I don't I want to know as little as possible. Right. Yeah. I, I'd rather lead them through that conversation than have them on their own. But Agreed. How, well, was your, great. how was your Memorial Day weekend? It was a city. It, well, it was. You went to your. Well, tell them about your uh, your big I reunion. Went, my. <laughs> it's embarrassing to even say. Why? Like, I, I went to my high school. When I was a senior, we won the state lacrosse championship. Okay. Okay. I was on the team. I I was a mediocre would be kind to myself as a lacrosse player. I mean, you made it to the to states, right? And I like, you're, saying, little... you're saying you didn't make it there because of you. I don't think I was, you know, the the star. Cr- the the star. I was definitely not the star. Okay. And uh, so again, like, so we had they honored us, quote unquote, at halftime of senior night at Needham High. Okay. And so my friend was the star, my good friend. Uh, well, now he's like a professional person, right? No, he hangs out at the school and plays lacrosse with the oh. kids. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, he's a professional, but yeah. he was like an all-American captain of the team. And I'm on this big group chat with like the whole team with numbers I don't recognize. And they're like, we're doing this like thing and need them. And, I, and I'm like, there's no way I'm fucking going. And then he's like, you gotta go. It's gonna be hilarious. And he's trying to get, you know, yeah. get me involved. And he's like- just come. And I go, okay. He goes, it will be funny. And so okay. I fly to Boston and he and I, and, and I fixed him up with his wife. Oh, okay. How many, like how long ago? They have three kids now. So oh my God. Um, it's, it, it, she and I were friends from college and he and I are friends from high school. Oh, that's so in, funny. In New York City. I think we were at, what's the bar? Bourbon Street up on the Upper West. Was he like, why don't you want her for yourself? No, because I feel like that's like a. <laughs> she, I date, you know, my my college girlfriend was her friend in the oh, sorority. Okay, so that's right? how you knew her, right? I, I, right. That's how I, I know her. Feel it's like not it's like, like, like we like, like met in an elevator. If you're single and you're setting someone up, I can imagine. Like I would always imagine it'd be like, why are you setting me up with like? Why wouldn't you take this person? Well, the guy set up <laughs> right. The guy set up is different than I think the the fee. My this version of setting up was like 
like he's like who's that? And I'm like oh you two oh, should you okay. know I, I again someone could refute my claim of the setup but and I say that they just happened to me. Well they whatever. didn't. Yeah, I, okay. If I didn't exist, I don't think they find each other. Okay. But it was like, oh, yeah, here's our number. You can whatever. take credit. I'm taking okay. okay, yeah. three, like, three kids. You're like, I've been telling this story for years. So <laughs> the credit the credit train has has run. I think for a time she tried to, you know, oh, you know, do that thing. And I was like, right. uh-uh. <laughs> I'm on the Our Story page. Yeah, get me in there. <laughs> so, um, and they live in, you know, the suburbs of Massachusetts. So he like, we took a boat of the ferry. Oh, day, wow. Right. You can take a ferry home. Okay. from work so we get on the boat and we go to the his house and his mom and dad are there like and you know it's like they drove us to the game so funny so we're in the back seat you know it's like high school all over again and then they i and i think everyone ha would have the same thing that i have where i'm like you know you don't want to like be the guy who who misremember who, who's glossing up their own high school memory like that's why I'm like, it's yeah. embarrassing to say, yeah, we were on the state lacrosse championship. It's a very nice memory for me, but it's not like I'm like walking around like, because, and then people go, you, you, it gets insulting. <laughs> you played? You lacrosse? <laughs> I took you more for like um, a hot dog eating champion. You know, like they immediately are, you know, like, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. You know, my brother was an amazing lacrosse player. Yeah. So I, I try to like push it on to him. Like, he's great. He's great. Okay. I suck. I'm horrible. You know, like I, but I, and then you go to high school and you're like, everyone had that same thing where you're like, it was funny. There was one guy on the team who I haven't seen in 20 years and I heard him talking to someone else. You know, we're all just milling around the field mm -hmm. and he goes to someone else. He goes, yeah, I'm not just here for this. <laughs> and I go, no, no, you are here for this. We're all here for this. What was he trying to this. pretend that he wasn't, that he was here for? It was something he else. Was he was trying like, to be too cool? A little, That's, he was like, no, it, it was, and right. I called him out right away. I was like, no, no, no. You flew across the country for this. Own it. You like high school too much. I did. I <laughs> did. Like I mean, I did think it was like when I heard that you were doing this. I did think it was very normy for you. Normy. <laughs> yes. I'm not. A, I'm not the superstar I claim to be. No, I just think like you usually are like working every night. Right. You don't have like when I think of you, I don't think of like you doing like uh, like typical like. Right, typical, like, the, the like, like average thirty-eight-year-old guy things. I you're, would say you're right, and that was kind of the moment where I realized it. I love, yeah. I I love my childhood. I love yeah. my family. Like I'm, I, I think like a lot of people think you go into comedies because like you hated everything, right? <laughs> you know, like you have to have this like story, and that kind of brings us our subject. I do kind of relate this to the subject of what we wanted to talk about, but. I, I don't feel the need to like, I, I think I am speaking from a normal guy's perspective, but I do have that thing where I'm like, I'd rather do show. And I took the night off. I was like, let's do, dive I mean, in. I hope so. You weren't like trying to find like an empty space in the cafeteria <laughs> to get mic'd up. Wouldn't that be the saddest? I, I need. You need this. Nightly attention. Yeah. <laughs> well, then there's people coming up to you. So how's the comedy thing? And yeah, it, I would say. I'm I'm so happy I went. Like I I really yeah. am happy I went. But those events because it, and you know my friend who was like come, he knew it was going to be awkward and hilarious. But he was like that's why you go. You know yeah. like I, I think like that's why you go to any reunion of any sort ever. You're not going like oh like I need this. That's who you it's, don't want to yeah, be. Right? Yeah. That's the fear. That's the fear is that you look like that. 
And, right. and no one gives a fuck about what I look like. I'm just saying mm -hmm. that's your, you know, and I go, I was comparing it to like a massage that you know that where they like get into the knots, mm -hmm. like a, an uncomfortable massage. You're like, I it know hurts, this, but it, it hurts, but I know this will good. be good in the yeah. long run. Right. Because by the, it was so good to see everybody like, um, and just, and I was the only one single with no kids. The rest of them had Married kids? Married kids. Anyone divorced? None. Not that I spoke to. <laughs> None that I spoke or not to. That, none want... that we're talking about it if right. they were. Okay. And I was like, and I go, you all have, I go, and I did the moment, sad single person okay. thing where I go, I can't believe everyone has kids but me. Like I, I said that and I was okay. like, oh, look what I fucking sound like. And I was like, I can't believe it. And they're like, what, what do you can't believe? We're 38. Right. <laughs> right. Like what, what, what is our, right. we can't believe you or sitting there and you know, they have the thing, well, oh, we wish we, you know, we'd rather be doing what you're doing. And I'm like, I, I kind of like, I was looking at them. I'm like, this all seems so comfy, cozy, right. simple. So you, did in, you- In a non-pity way, I believe that is a nice thing. Right. I, and so then we went to the village club. My Needham used to be a dry town. So they had these like club, this club. Like the prohibition kind of thing? It's like Massachusetts blue laws, like okay. where like, you know, you can't have a happy hour. Like they have all these stupid right. fucking laws. And no brunch specials. Right. No <laughs> bottomless brunch. No yeah. bottomless brunch. And so Needham used to be a dry town. It's not anymore, I don't think. And they had the village club. I had never even been. It's Needham Soho House. It's, oh, wow. <laughs> it's like, and it's in the basement of like a church looking place. Okay. And it, I guess they had, a, you had to be under the idea of a social club so that you could serve alcohol to your members. Right. And it was, and so they would, so we went there and drank and held the trophy yeah. from 20 years ago. And then I slept at my friend's place and to kind of bring it back around to like being around a family. Yeah. They got three boys and three boys. I think they're six and under six, oh, four wow. and two. They must and be stressed. I mean, it is. Do they seem stressed? They, they seem to be handling it. Great. I, I don't know. I, they're animals. At 6 a.m. Yeah. you hear. <laughs> and it's the Flintstones. You just hear right. these feet running around. I put up a video. It's on my highlights like of the whole Needham experience. And then at the end, it's me waking up like hungover. 6 a.m. here. Because they have like, it's an old right. New England home with like wood floors. Yeah. And then I fall back asleep. I'm like, oh, these fucking kids. And then <laughs> why'd I make these kids? Why'd I introduce these two? Right. You know? <laughs> And then at 7 a.m. I'm your other father. <laughs> right. Well, I said, you know, I didn't bring a gift except your life. Right. You're welcome. So, you're welcome. So I, at 7 a.m. I hear one of the kids just go, ah! like he was a rooster. Okay. He goes up and I was like, oh my God. So I'm up. And so I come downstairs. It was so funny. Like, you know, it's uh, Matt and Kristen are in the kitchen, the, the parents. And the three boys are just in their PJs on the couch. Like they got books to read it. And I just go, who is screaming? <laughs> and I just go. Were they scared of you? They all like look up and You're I just like, go. You're pretending you were a cop. At <laughs> <laughs> the front door right, just yeah. knocking. I go, who is screaming? And then they all like look up and I just go. Ah! And then all three of them go. Ah! <laughs> and we're just four people screaming at 7.15 in the morning. And you just see like my friends just in the corner like, why would you? What would you, what Why are you, are you doing, doing this? Right. What are you, you know, so it was. But they have to deal with this every day. Which oh, is, thank God I got to leave. Uh, right. Well, no, I mean, no, I, no, I think was, that's. It was wonderful. But I, I think that's the interesting. I mean, to, to, to go back to what you were saying about being like 
the single childless right. one there. Like, cause I know how that, I feel like as a woman that might feel different. I, but I, I'm saying, please, did, did I, you I, feel I, any like, did, did, did you feel like upset or were you kind of like, this is just interesting. I've been depressed a little bit lately, just in general, since coming back from Europe, it's been, Europe was like a nice distraction, but mm -hmm. like a little bit, like even a long weekend in the city, people love a long weekend in the city. They go, oh, there's no one here. Everyone, that's all you talk about. When you stay in the city is all you talk well, you about. Have is to. You're <laughs> like, yeah, you have to. This is fucking suck that we didn't go anywhere. I no always, beach house, no, not even a lake house. <laughs> I would always be a little happy when I stayed in the city for those holiday weekends. If it was like raining, I'd be like, I didn't pay for any, for like a, for a house anywhere anyway. So I'm, you know, thank God. <laughs> Who wants a beach on a rainy day? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like the worst kind of asshole. The yeah. worst. <laughs> the worst. It's not good enough that I'm unhappy, but that everyone else I know is yes. unhappy now too. Now you feel comforted. Right. Yeah. And, you know, there was a moment of like, you know, I, I think like, I did have a couple thoughts of like, what have I been doing? You know, like these people, the last 20 years, they like, they had, they've kids, they've, like they've been doing like actual productive things. Well, I mean, I wouldn't call what you're doing not productive. It's a different, it's a personal life production versus like a professional life production. Yeah, I guess I, you know, it's not, but it's not like they didn't go to work every day. You know, mm -hmm. you do it. I guess that's where if I was to go to the, the negative thoughts in my brain from it. It wasn't about there. It, it, there was no moment where I looked at what life was going on for all these people going, thank God, dodge that bullet. You know, like I didn't right. have that thought. That's um, good. Cause you do say sometimes you feel like if you talk to married friends that you kind of do walk away feeling like right. this seems miserable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've said, said that, that before. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. None of that really. I guess that that feeling always comes from like maybe here overhearing a conversation. I'm like, am I ready for that type of, you know, reality? Reality, right? Because yeah. I can live in fantasy land. New York is a little bit of fantasy land. You know, mm -hmm. the city is fantasy. Yeah, land. everyone's like young and single and about and out and about. Right. Know? It's not weird to be 38 and childless. Right. Here. If you, I mean, if you moved back to Needham as yourself right now, yeah, I think that would feel very different in your As, current state. Right. Yeah, it would be bizarre. Um, but here you can live in this. And it's probably, you know, when, you know, when when women write in like all these men or, you know, there's they just want to be out and about. And it's like, yeah, because there's not real. There's no social pressure here mm -hmm. for a guy, even at 38. I'm not like I do have moments now more than before of like, what am I? Am I the old man at the party? But you do you don't have that social pressure of like, well, everyone's gone. There's nothing to do. You better find someone and, you know, find a right. chair to sit in. Whereas if you were still living in your hometown, that might be the case. That would absolutely right. be Who the case. Who would you be going on dates with in your hometown? Nobody. Nobody. Right. I'd have yeah. to travel. You'd have to be that person on the apps. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm an hour away. Not bad. Yeah. I work. I work in Boston. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean... It was it was really nice. I I gotta say, but uh, this is all to say, um, we're coming to Boston too. Oh yeah, we're coming to Boston. We're coming to Boston, Philadelphia. If you're out there, we got a show this week, right? Yeah. Did we find out what the about? Someone okay. People are confused if they're standing. A, a few yeah. A few clarifications. Let's start off with the Philly show. Right, Go. Philly. You're not gonna be standing. Not a standing show. No, there's seats. Okay, yes. so I that was your fear before you were getting the tickets. <laughs> Buy a ticket and sit the fuck down. Yeah, you're gonna sit. 
Well, I'll, I'll fucking get on all fours. You can sit on my back if you can't sit. Cause that's fucking insane that they, anyone would be confused. You get these messages as if I'm Ticketmaster. I, and I'm like, I, and you're not, you're, you're gonna sit. I don't know why this is even a discussion. I can't believe the website would even hint at a, a standing room situation. Everyone has a seat. You're gonna get you're a buying seat. a ticket. You're, bu- you're gonna, gonna, gonna get a seat. So if that was your hesitation, <laughs> Philly, everyone's like, that's not why we're not coming. Right, right, but, right. Like, <laughs> if that happened to be your hesitation, get it. Yeah, get your tickets and assemble the group chat. Yes. Another thing, mm. upon reading the reviews, we didn't miss a benefits episode this month. So a lot of people have been confused about like why there's no benefits episode on the on the last Monday in May. And the reason is there hap- we do two a month. Right. There are five Mondays in May. Oh, I haven't seen them. So there's no <laughs> I someone left a review about that, very angry. I got a DM. I was like, there's two a month. Two a we, month. We're delivering what we told you. There's that was always the mo- promise. There's five Mondays in May. Usually there's not five Mondays. So there, there's gonna be a benefits episode on Monday. So everyone right. relax. Or it will already have been out by the time you hear this. I mean, if you're really that quick to go, ah, they're stealing the, the money. Is in, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of impressed by it because I'm like, people are so addicted to these benefits episodes. There's like, where the fuck is the episode? <laughs> It's like coming. as soon as they don't see it, they're like, you know, it's like someone who's like fiending for drugs. So right. I, um, the benefits episodes are good. I mean, I'm the, the response I get to those, and I'm sure you do yes. too, are like wild. Like, so like, nice. It's so nice. Um, I'm going to Long Beach. What's the, what's the date of this coming out? Oh yeah, my mother in law said she saw you on the website. Yes. Um, and the town that Jordana wants to crush. <laughs> <I'm> not- <laughs> Mike says I need to cool it with that. Um, <laughs> The real estate tycoon, yeah. the monopoly woman. He's like, could you not just like keep repeating that you want to destroy the par- the town that my parents have re- decided to retire to? Like, I'm, could you not? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's so funny publicly to me, and right? constant. You really because whenever you brought up, I I think I encourage it a little bit because I'm like, you do have a good point. Thank like, you. Like I do agree with you. Like there's this town. That's closer than Montauk that has the ability to be something. Yeah, it's right on the, like the whole town is right on the beach. It's closer to the city. To the city. I think it has so much potential. But they don't want, they don't want you in there right. because they would price out the people who are there. You, you, it yeah, end up being, no, I understand. It's well, like, no, a, it's, it's so funny. Like Mr. I, Burns. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Burns. I, but it's funny because I, I understand exactly what you're, I've, having been there. Right. I know exactly. You get it. I, oh, I totally get it. There should be a Ritz Carlton here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be in Long Beach. Great. If they would like yes, to come out. No, I'll, I'll, so I'll, my mother in law saw you on the website. And yeah. then when I saw her the other day, and she was like telling me how when she was clicking it, it took you to a different comedian's like website when she took you, when she clicked your name. Oh, no. And it was redirect. I was like, I'm going to relate. I forgot to relay it to you. <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll relay. I'm like, I don't, okay. re- I, I can't fix that problem, but I'll relay it it's to a, him. It's at a, like a bar, but they've okay. set up a stage and it's a, you know, beachside town. It's like, I'll do, uh, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she wants to make sure people could get their tickets to the long beach show. Go through my website. Okay. The link is up there. Jaredfree.com. That's right. I'm doing, it's the one stand up show I'm doing outside of the city. I've been in the city, you know, doing a lot of spots. I will say this about the new material. It is very family relatable. Okay. It's, it's going to be very family oriented. I've been getting Good very- for the whole family. Fun for the whole family. You, I've been getting like- Is it clean? 
uh, not <laughs> clean-ish. It's Fun I for the whole emb- dirty family. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be embarrassed to sit next to my grandmother watching it. Okay, that's I, that to me is clean. You will feel comfortable next to any family member. I will, yeah. I will, I will say that. So far, with what I've talked about. Okay. Um, there's one joke that people get so fucking weird. It's not meant to be sexual, but they make it. So- I, oh, see if to, you can figure it out. Yeah, to find out. <laughs> so, I need to come to a. I, have, I need to come to a new show. I'm going to come in the city. Hold soon. on, I'm going to be doing a theater on Long Island. Ooh, when? It's uh, I asked for the. Is date. it the Paramount? Yes. Nice. Where, because I know Paramount, exactly where that is. That's like a. That's it's like a, a cool yeah. section. When is the show? I think it's going to be the fall. Amazing. But by then I should have this hour of just family. You're going to kill it there. I'm so excited because I think like what I'm talking about right now is like so. Huntington, New York. Right. And I, 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 if the link isn't out yet, it will be out. Don't like. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. (laughs) (laughs) There's five Mondays in May. Uh, (laughs) So um, no, I, you know, because now I'm getting into that like. As a stand-up, there's like the clubs, and then do you want to do a theater if you can get enough? If you have yeah. enough of a following, I'm a tweener, you know, and I okay. like a club. You know, I like working on material in a club. I like the awkwardness of it. I like the wait staff. But I took a chance. Uh, they were like, "Do you want to do a, this Long Island? Because par- it's a big yeah. venue." No, I've seen a lot. Of, they have like a lot of really like legit uh, performances there. My friend yeah. Kevin James, you yeah, know, is there. there you go. You're right, it's good enough for Kevin James. It's good enough for me. So. Um, yeah, big theater. So, big theater. Yeah. so if you're on Long Island, like that's a family. I'll be there. Bring the, that's Nepal, where you should I'll come. Be, I, yeah, I, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> we don't need you in the city anymore. I, I need numbers the demo. out on Long yes. Island. Um, yeah, so that's gonna happen soon, but uh, amongst other dates. But Philadelphia, I'm talking oh, to yes. you, Philly. Get your tickets, Boston, New York, DC. DC is gonna be sold out for sure. Right. Um, so get your tickets. And if you want to come on stage with us, which was always an amazing time, the best. submit your dating app makeovers, submit your texts for us to interpret called the deal reveals, write the subject of the, of the city you're coming to. And I promise you guys, this is, it is so fun to come on stage. And if you're a guy with a dating app makeover, you should also definitely submit because you are going to kill it. I think they bat a thousand. They yes. always have their DMS filled. I, and you're going to get made fun of, you know, like it's always easier the guy yeah. comes on stage because we, we can, can go harder. We can go a little harder. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So send that in. Uh, Betches or you, 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 I just had a brain UUP fart. at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Uh, and send it in. Um, you know, I, you're talking about, we were going to jump right in. Yes. Now it's 26 minutes in. We might as I well mean, I think ahead. we can quickly discuss the fact that eHarmony added in has in, unveiled two new love languages. That's how I know love languages is bullshit. Right. Now they're, they're, they're adding more. They're freshen them up. You it's know, like, soon it's going to be like, I like when people breathe. I mean, there's. I wonder how the guy <laughs> who invented these is feeling like, um, no, you're not. Because there is there is a guy is there? who was like, a, there's a book that's called the five lang- love languages okay. that like the guy made them up. I wonder how he feels about eHarmony. It was by a man? Yeah. He's like religious. I have just eye rolled so hard. My my eyes may never stop rolling. Do you feel rolling. betrayed? I feel a little betrayed. I think okay. this is the dumbest fucking thing. It's a it's a. I I don't think it's that dumb. I think that there's many merits to it. I think people have abused it, and that's why you think it's dumb. Well, a fair people have appropriated it. Right, I agree yeah. with that. I'm but sorry, I, that's I, the wrong I, word. I don't think it's the wrong word. Or they've just taken. I feel like a, that's more for like cultures. The word exists. I guess. All right. <laughs> 
Well, if I'm wrong, correct me. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I would say my my feeling on it is it's always looking back. Like, I, I don't know. I just have never met a guy. None of my friends have ever been like, my love languages are not being fulfilled. Like, I, I don't know. I, I always seem to find that the love language. Maybe they're not, they're not using those terms, but they might be like, I feel like you never, um, you never like, it's annoying that you didn't take care of this thing. Well, right. It's, you didn't pick up the dry cleaning. That's annoying. Sure. That's having a talk about the dry cleaning. But that's an act of service. Well, but that doesn't mean every got me. <laughs> <laughs> I, but then to make it the, to, to me, when you were like, I like, like, oh, like we, you don't, you don't have sex with me anymore. That's also physical a touch. Yeah. I, to me, these are all ways to sound more interesting than you are. It, it, it to me, I think people attach themselves to a love language to give themselves permission to have feelings. Okay. Like they, they almost go, well, you know, instead of like, you never get the dry cleaning, which seems frivolous and small, you go, I like an act of service. And now it's like, you now it's something you got them. Because <laughs> you, you know, because you have offended this, you know, the great tablets of me, where it's etched in stone that I'm an act of service person. I guess it. now that I'm saying that out loud, like I can understand why a therapist would suggest this to like yeah. warn you, like, you know, this is a bigger <laughs> deal than you're not, you're not taking seriously the laundry. Yeah. I think that it, at their, if, if they're like anything else, if it's done correctly, I think they are helpful, but right. uh, you know, I already just, took the liberty of adding, adding two. a couple of new ones, which I think are kind of bullshit. Uh, shared experiences, which focuses on adventuring and expanding yourself with someone. Sounds like that helps e-harmony more than right. anyone. And emotional security, feeling emotionally seen and taken care of. I mean, I think that's all of it. That's no every one's like, I don't value feeling <laughs> that's <laughs> emotionally thing. seen and taken care of. There are people who are like, I don't really care if you make the bed or not. Right. Right. But there are not people, I think, who are like, that's why I don't, I think these are kind of bullshit because it's like, I don't think that there are people who are like, I don't care about feeling emotionally seen and taken right. care of. Right, you can't have what life is gravity. It has to have right. both sides of it. Also, I don't think anyone could get away with like, yeah, I just do my own thing. Right, I don't care about shared experiences. Right, I'm, I plan on experiencing everything alone. Right, you do your trip, I'll do mine. That would be a quirky marriage. Yeah, not like a right to to go in saying that you're just like I just don't want to like I just you don't want to see you that much. Right, right. right, you can't ten years into a marriage be like, well, I just found out. <laughs> My, My love, love language, language is alone things. Is not shared experiences. Right. Right. So you have fun at Disney World with the kids. Incompatible. I'll be here watching the baseball game. I don't know. I there's no That's, well, this is like kind of like a, I feel like the worst upper, like what's the word? Like they're taking advantage of the terms right. to create to try to create something. I agree with that. And I was I wrote this down before. I was like, why don't we have hate languages? Good call. That would be more fun. Like, yeah. I, I, this is how I like to get revenge. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I, I wrote down claiming there's too much of something. That's a hate. Like, I would hate anyone who does that. Like what? Like, if they walk in, they're like, too much food. Okay. I'd be like, okay, never speak to me again. That's not. <laughs> Saying you're tired. You're never, you're never. <laughs> what if, if someone's like, we ordered too much, you hate that person? I hate that person. You say that? Sometimes I'm like, sometimes there's someone who takes the lead in ordering and right. they're like ordering an excessive amount of food. And then I feel bad that there's so much extra food there and we're also paying for it. So I do think sometimes it's like we overordered and like, 
it's so wasteful. I, that specific situation, I would understand, like, what, what are you doing? Let's right. take one off. If you're Thanksgiving and you say oh, out loud no, at Thanksgiving, there's too much, yeah. you're a horrible person. <laughs> you, you, I would kick you. I would lead you out of my Thanksgiving. Okay, now I know if I'm ever yeah. invited to your Thanksgiving, what not to say. I, I don't have live, love, laugh on the wall. Okay. I have shut up and eat. Okay. And there's never too much food. Okay. Yeah, that I would like be it. my. All right, what, what's so, the next one? I had a few others, but maybe them. Right. Um, suntan lotion people. Of course. Thing like with. they always tell you about putting on suntan lotion. But we know. Okay. You know, and oh, I my great grandfather right. had this, had that. They always reference like someone dying, and you go, I understand. The sun is bad for me. Like, we, we right. know that. Well, like, it's like put sunscreen on yourself and yeah, let you everyone, unless it's like your child, where you could be like, right. we need to put on sunscreen. <laughs> put your own sunscreen. You didn't on. put on sunscreen? Yeah. I'm, I I don't give, I want to fucking die. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I, I don't know. They, they always make well, their, they always throw, it, it always just feels like they're elevating themselves above the group. Well, you know, this holier than thou sunscreen. What I now get is because I proclaim my love for the sun you do so often. <laughs> Anytime I am putting on sunscreen, everyone feels like they need to comment on it. Like, oh, sunscreen. Oh. Like, I didn't expect that from you. <laughs> that would annoy me. <laughs> it's very so irritating. Much. I get it quite frequently. That's the thing. Keep your sunscreen to yourself. Because <laughs> sunscreen should be the new taboo topic instead uh, of politics. F- fuck right? yes. I, yes. I'm in on that. Um, asking if I went to a museum on vacation. No, that was I a didn't. very funny tweet you had, or something like that. Like something you said something about people suggesting museum, and then you have oh. to like pretend like you're thinking about going. <laughs> right. I, I, that's yes. what I'm. That my, was very funny. That's what I'm my best acting. Oh, oh, the Uffizi. Really? Sometimes I'll even like write it down in my notes app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me write that down. I'm yeah. writing down. What's it called? How do you spell it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done that. You've done it too, right? Yeah, oh, no intention of doing that. I'm not going. To look a museum to read a plaque while I count to 10. Like I said, I got anytime I've gone, there's a way. You've never been to a museum? I've gone. You know, you go <laughs> to the ones you have to go to, but I sit there one, two, in front of the plaque to look like I'm reading. Okay. It's too much. It's too much. I went. Well, here's the thing about a museum recommendation for you is if someone's recommending that to you, they don't really know you. Right. It's not right. like you can't recommend. It's more like, I, I, what I loved about that tweet, it's more like a recommendation for something that you that you that someone is passionate about that you know you're it's not for you and you're never gonna do. But it's more <laughs> awkward to be like, oh, that's not my thing. I'm not doing. I'm not right. doing that thing you just <laughs> said was like the most incredible thing to do in Italy. <laughs> right. You're so excited. No intention of that. No yeah. intention. That's just, why I. That's right. why I'm like, how do you spell it? Oh, I'll, I'll definitely look into that. <laughs> right. It's so much harder to go. I'm not a museum person. That's hard to admit. That's awkward. It's too. awkward. Yeah. I, I like stupid things. Right. I like eating and beach. What's the best place to get drunk right. in Stockholm? Right. That's all I care about. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. 
You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop Shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. All right, let's uh, read our first email. You ready? Let's jump right in. Okay. Let's get into it. Um, if you have museum suggestions, don't send them here. <laughs> um, Okay. Hello, J and J. Jared, seeing you in Amsterdam was so fun. Hope you did get to eat the what's capsulon? I didn't know what this meant. I don't remember this inside joke that I'm a part of. What is a capsulon? Yeah, Candace, capsulon? what's a capsulon? Candace, Candace is here. It's a layer of French fries placed in a disposable metal takeaway, topped with donor, like a kebab. Covered with slices of Gouda cheese and heated in an oven until the cheese melts. It's very specific. It sounds like it's going to give me diarrhea for the rest of my life. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to whatever. No, yeah. uh, I love to the, the sweet to the what is it Amsterdam the, uh, the Dutch the Dutch the Dutch the yeah. Dutch the Dutch. Yes. Well, I did have the fries at a place that was like TikTok famous, and it was very good. It was okay. a, a very. Uh, it was called something. It had a literal rope like it was a nightclub. Did you go to An the Anne Frank Museum? Anne Frank's house? Missed it. Missed it? Okay. <laughs> no, I walked by it. That sounds so horrible as a Jew. I did, I will say, this is when I realized I was like so bad at museums. I went to Berlin and I went to the Berlin Wall and they have this like free museum. You can walk yeah. in behind the wall and it just talks about how the Nazis came into power. It's the mm -hmm. whole history. I got... It was very, way harder for me to read than I thought it would have been for me. Okay. Like it's so, and I can't imagine. It's good. I'm in I touch was like, with I've, your emotions. I'm in right. touch. Yeah. I, but I did at one point think to myself, enough already. <laughs> 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 and I was just thinking, 
fucking, like of all my Jewish ancestors, they must have said that so many fucking times. Enough already, we get it, you don't like us. Right. You know, like, because yeah. I, I was in that museum just being like. It's a lot. It kept going. Yeah. I was like, my God, they really fucking. Hated us. This was yeah. all, I, and I, I'm sitting there like, what is going, and I had to like, there was a point where I, I, I did look up my family's name. There's a place you can look up names. Are Nothing you, came up. Are you German? No, because they had like who was taken away oh, and who okay. was put in the camp. And you're like, oh my God. Like it, it feels yeah. like a weight, you know, to read through all no, those things. No, I totally get that. Yeah. And, you know, my aunt was born in Nazi Germany. Really? Yeah. Crazy. What is that like in the country? Like, was she hidden at birth? Like, yeah, kind of like she's well, she's like 10 years older than my dad. So she's like 80 years old now. But she was like born in like the 40s in Nazi Germany. And then they like somehow got a, a longer story, but escaped that thing. But it's just kind of crazy because she's like, she's not like my grandma. She's like, right. My aunt. It's I know. Weird. I mean, it, some. It is uh, you. I don't know. I, I don't think of myself. I'm not like one of those people like my, my stone heart. Like I cry. Right. Um, but there was a part on the when I was in. Um, where was I? Copenhagen. I went on. A, I will say. Here's my suggestion if you go to Europe and you're not a museum person, food tours. Okay. <laughs> that really, that, really got, uh, that lightened up right quick. Right. Okay. Well, well, the food tour is great because it's always like led by this like kind of theater kid. Yeah. Who's like got pep and they know the town and they bring you the food places. Like I'll say the, the food tours I went on were Dublin and Copenhagen. Not exactly known for their food, their food which was <laughs> kind of made it even more interesting. Was the food it, good? Right. I kind of agree. You don't really just go on a food tour though in Italy. It's like anywhere you go, it's right. just going to be really great. It's like a good vessel into history of the town. Mm -hmm. And you're walking because you walk from restaurant to restaurant. But there was this one moment, not to make this the whole you know Holocaust time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> story time. <laughs> story time. Okay. Fun Holocaust segment on the dating podcast I listen to. She tells a story about Copenhagen's like commitment to the Jewish to saving people, saving the Jews, yeah, to saving the Jews, yeah. and they show the temple that was in the time in the in the town square, and and, and she was she did like a fifteen minute story about all this stuff. I don't even remember the story, but I was sitting there the whole time just trying not to cry. Oh my god! And I was like, I can't be on this. I'm alone on a food tour with a bunch of like parents, right? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm like, this like, oh, I, I, love I, that. I I couldn't. I and I I'm think like, that's so nice. I could feel myself. You really felt it. I felt it, but I had to look away. I had to stop listening. I, I, it was so nice. I, these people that like put their lives on and helped, and she goes into the. I didn't even know how. I was like, how do you know this story? She knew this whole. It was <laughs> just. Did she work there? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know why we had to stop. We're like eating. She's like, it's the best chocolate, and we're gonna get the best candy, and then. Here's the Jewish temple. Let me do right. 15 minutes on how we save the Jew. And you're like, I was so. It sounds like it worked. It, it worked. Um, anyway, let's jump right, right back yeah, in. Yeah, we'll jump right back in. <laughs> the fries in Amsterdam were delicious. Yes, which is not the point of the email, but we'll no. get to it. Okay, <laughs> okay. to the email. <laughs> the emailer almost knew that we were going to have a tangent on this because right. their next line is to the email. <laughs> One of my best friends, 28 male, matched with a girl on Bumble that he was excited about. He told me that this new match has asked him to have a phone call before meeting and asked me, 29 female, if this is normal female dating behavior. While this seemed odd to me, I thought this was a good idea uh -huh. as you can get a little more bit of... 
You can get a little bit more chemistry before the date and also weed out complete weirdos, which is important for safety reasons. <laughs> Again, elevating it to sure. give herself permission. You're allowed to, first of all, there might be a podcast you could suggest to this guy who seems to have trouble understanding the dating world. Just a tad. Just yeah. a tad. It might, uh, you a podcast might help this guy out. But it is funny that that's another thing. Like you don't have to make it for safety reasons. I agree with her. Yeah. But you could also, just do it because you don't want to waste any time. I want to talk to the guy on the phone. Yeah. Cool. See yeah. if he's normal before I wash my hair. Right. That would be my <laughs> mindset. She asked very pointed questions about the type of TV shows he watches, his favorite movies, et cetera, and said that the call felt like an interview. She specifically asked him to rate some TV shows on a one to 10 scale. Uh, he uh, found I'm that looking at the list. He, uh, <laughs> succession. What do you got? One through 10. Yeah. And then he's like grading it. Yeah. <laughs> right. he, he fill out the Scantron that was mailed to you. <laughs> He found that odd, but was still keen on a date. To both of our surprise, he got a rejection message with a very specific reasons. One I've never seen before. See screenshot attached. So this is her. I'm going to read it because okay. this is a her male friend got rejected by a woman and said this. And this is the woman's post call text. Yes. Hey, so I've given it some thought. And I'm going to be very honest, but I don't really think we're compatible. A big part of my personality and communication skills relies on being able to make references to popular <laughs> things most people have watched. <laughs> I can't help but feel like your current level of popular culture exposure is going to make that fairly difficult for me and require giving communication a lot more thought than I'm used to, as I prefer it to feel natural and effortless. I'm really sorry, and I do hope you find what you're looking for. You seem like a very good egg. X. And then she says, honestly, the most disappointing thing for me is that you rate Parks and Rec over Peep Show. I don't know what that is. That's a very big yikes for me. Okay. okay. <laughs> Crazy person. Right. My friend replied... <laughs> Not in the screenshots that this is not a good measure. And if she cares so much about a show, maybe they should watch it together. Maybe it's important to know that these two are based in a town in the UK and the girl is from Croatia and studying in the said town. My question is, what do you think of this pre-first date screening approach where you judge your compatibility via your interests and hobbies? Also, does not having enough pop culture reference points mean that you can't have a good have good communication? I can imagine someone not liking you and telling you, sorry, I didn't find good chemistry here. But this person gave my friend an entire report card and his pop culture knowledge with a big F on it. <laughs> Curious to know what you think. Thanks. Help me with help me help a friend out. So I like this email because it's a very extreme. It's it's a fun for fodder, but it does represent something that's relatable if you're in the dating world. Yeah. Like, she is afraid, this person. I, I think that your friend dodged a bullet. Yeah. You know, your friend that- Did you ever write something like this? No. What if they said they hated Chinese food on Sundays? <laughs> and for that reason, I am out. No. It's well, I part did, of my life. I have to- <laughs> I have something that's actually similar to this. Okay. Matched with someone on an app, and we start, We went to texting. We got, like, past the app to texting. Okay. And I was traveling somewhere. It's first base these days. That, right. I mean, big time. And for me, that's more than the first base I've been getting. <laughs> and that is a, if you want to you up with benefits, um, I already know what I'm going to talk about. Okay. That, that and is then it'll, a, be, it'll be out by, oh no, it won't be out yet, but it's but coming out. Join you up with benefits. You yeah. want to hear more on that. Um, I would say I do this. Like I am this woman but without the insane text. Being like hypercritical. Hyper, well, it's like hypercritical and also getting ahead. Like when you're on a date, you know, this is why meeting in person is better. The dating app you, right. and I talk about this on the, uh, the stand-up special, which will come out at some point whenever, you know, so, but this idea of like, you get on these apps, it's a menu of a person and you you judge the menu. And this person was like, let's get on, the, this person is so afraid 
of two months from now finding out these other things that they haven't found out yet that they won't even go on the first date. Right. You know, and so they're in their own way. This, this person who took the call, the woman who wrote you that you didn't know pop culture enough because I might have to work harder to talk to you, that's just called a mismatch and not a great date. And they were looking for extreme reasons to be able to turn you down. Like, right. It's, but I think that's like, we're like, why not just say, I just didn't feel like we were compatible? Again, it seems crazy to be like giving a specific example because we all need permission to have feelings, right? Oh, like so you're we, saying it's just like the thing where she's like, because it's so that you can for safety reasons. This right. is her for safety reasons, exactly. Like I need, I can't complain about being single, you know, right. and, and tell people, well, they didn't have good show things. You have to make it more important. Right. You know, you have to go. Well, how could I speak to someone? What it's about I, who you are as a person? Right, <laughs> and and so. But I've done versions of what she's doing. So I match with this girl, we get the phone numbers and somehow it comes out, I'm traveling. And I'm like, I'm traveling Delta. You know, and I make a lot of jokes about how I'm yeah. Delta diamond medallion. And Delta, I, 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 Delta or die. Delta yes. or die. And this girl writes me back, oh, I just go on it, whatever is the cheapest. Okay. I don't know why she writes me back. And we're That's having what a- most people do. That is what most people do. I think. I, okay. I think so too, especially if you don't travel a lot. But I was yeah. like, but I was like the points, and you know, there is. A, I go if you fly a lot. So yeah. we're having hey, this hey, discussion. Okay, you weren't like fuck you and unmatched. No, okay. well, no. fuck. <laughs> okay. But it is weird. It's sad. It's true because I go. Well, the points. You know, we're having this fun, flirty talk okay. about Delta, like uh -huh. which happens sometimes in a dating app yeah. world. And I go, well, the points and like, you know, it's nice to like board for like uh, if you fly a lot. It's the perks. Yeah. The perks actually make a hard thing a little bit easier. Okay. Was kind of the point. And she was like, I don't get it. And I was like, we can't go on a date. Like I, I was just like, really? I'm out. <laughs> I, I am so out. I wonder if I could find this conversation because. There, you know, most people do that though. It, doing it is different than in the way you defend it. Well, why would they not defend it if that is what they do? You can't see... I'm trying to find... You can't see that, like... I, I get it. it's what you do, but, like, I need them to just go, no, I can understand why you would do it. Okay. Like, you know, like, in the same way I'm saying to you, I can understand why someone would get the cheapest. Like, if someone's like, the Spirit flight is 50 bucks and the next flight is $250... I would make fun of them for flying spirit, but I would also go fifty bucks is fifty bucks. Mm -hmm. Take the chance, right. you know. Take you know, take the swing of the bat. But you might not do it twice, you know. Like and and but that's a conversation. So I do a version. So that's of this. why it didn't work out with this. Didn't girl. even go out. I stopped. I go because so I stopped of texting. that. Stop texting. I was like, I can't text because she said anymore. I don't fully. I don't fully understand your point. Yes, I was like, we can't okay. even get along. I. I <laughs> So you are this woman. <laughs> well, I didn't okay. write back to her because of your views on right. Delta. But I won't are, be able to go out with you. You are this woman, though, but without yes. actually telling her why. Absolutely. Okay. This is relatable. It's a crazy version okay. of something everyone does every day. Yeah. The whole conversation about icks. Okay. That is icks. That's your ick. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, the, the whole conversation about icks is like, you forced yourself to go out with someone. They do this one thing right. and you know it's ridiculous, but why'd you have to do that? I'm already, I think it's, it's so prevalent you, today because there's so many people right now being like, 
I'll just go on the date, mm-hmm. go on the date, go on the date. Then you get there and you go. Let's say you had met. I don't this, drink coffee. Let's say you had met this person in person. Do you think you would have? This would have still ended the communication. No. I, okay. I, I I think that's the difference. Right. I I that's because the apps the people on the apps feel more disposable, and not just disposable, and their words on a page. You know, they're mm-hmm. and you're coming in with, I don't date these type of people. I don't do this. When you're in person. You're it's like, a I, got a vi- I got a good vibe, and that supersedes these specifics. The order is different. Yeah. Right? The order is me, well, vibe. Well, trumps, vibe trumps all, I think. Trumps all. Right? Yes. Like, if you're just like, it's it's like on, there's few things that someone could say. I mean, maybe not few. There's not, like, it's it's not as easy to turn someone off when you've already established a vibe. When you meet in person, you don't even know what they look like as much as you do meeting on an app. Right. On an app, you you're literally... Tooth and comb with the magnifying glass. Ah, what's her butt look like? You know, like (laughs) you're getting in there. In person, I met someone in person the other day. Um, Sitting next to each other. I can't for the life of me. We had a great time. But that's a good thing, right? I can't remember what she looks like specifically. That's a good thing. You know I, think, I, mean? yeah. I, I agree. Right, yeah. It is a good thing, but it, it is so interesting. The difference we have to acknowledge that. Right. The reason that like these dating apps are so difficult is you get in your own way. Yeah, because you have too much information. Way too much. You yeah. don't need that much information to go on a first date. This person, I need a phone call. Which again, if you need a phone call, that's fine. If you don't want a phone call, it's also fine to go. Listen. Yeah. We're not the match. I totally understand but, your reason for a phone call. That's not something I'm looking at. Like if I was having I mean, a rat tat tat conversation on an app and they were like, and I was like, hey, I'm actually gonna be out tonight. You wanna come get a drink? And they were like, well, we gotta do a phone call first. I would be like, I'm out. Okay. We're done. Yeah. Obviously we're not made for each other. And I'm, my right, side is right. Their side is right. We're both right. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But not a match. But both of us are getting in our own way. Yeah. I mean, if I was friends with this woman who wrote this text, mm. I would be like, I don't feel bad for you that you're single. Right, she she's not allowed to complain. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't want to hear it if right. I were. Right. I can understand how someone would look at me and go, "The Delta thing, you can't complain about being well, alone." Well, here's the you thing: know? if you really wanted to be with someone badly <clears throat> enough, and mm. maybe again, like maybe it's a good thing that you're like that because you kind of like could take it or leave it. Right, like you're not in the position to be like settling for for someone that you don't that you're turned off by. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like anything else: like the more you want it, the more you're kind of willing to deal with. Right. And, well, I guess this is the back to the meeting in person thing. That's why you deal. With, I think you're more likely to deal with per, in-person meetings. Like if, Yeah, if, you're if, more likely to deal with random stuff that comes up if you already, again, establish the vibe. Right. And I think the app, again, disposability, you're right. Right. Um, the ability to like, okay, I'll just turn to the next. Like in a bar, you can't be talking to someone. They go, I don't fly Delta. And you go... All right, and then turn to someone else. <laughs> the next make the woman same, make the same joke, right? right. And yeah, see and how see it what, works yeah. on her. You know, right. it's it's. I I've said this a million times. Like, no one runs up to you in the bar well, and is like, "You better be fluent in sarcasm, you bitch." And you're like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> you know, they start with, "I right. nice to meet you." Then they're sarcastic, and you're like, "I don't know if I'm right. into the sarcasm." Well, that's why, like, The Bachelor, they fall in love with so many people. Right, because they get that in-person thing with like multiple with many people, and mm. it happens to be at the same time. But I can see it, it kind of makes sense why 
doesn't, I don't think it's weird that they're like, don't know immediately which person they want. Like they've, they're meeting all these people in person. They're all getting those vibes, which you could get with many people. And they're being completely open right away in a way that you aren't on a first right. date. Like, so here's my trauma. And you're like, oh my God, we're connecting on this trauma. Right. So quickly. It's a first date. Who does I'm in that? Love. Yeah. I'm yeah. In love. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do you ready? It. Okay. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. I have an awkward sex story. Okay. Good start. In my, in my freshman year of college, I started seeing this guy who lived in the same dorm as me. One day we were hooking up in his room. Things got hot and heavy pretty fast to the point where my shirt wasn't even fully off yet. He was on top and the condom snapped. So quickly he pulled out. He yelled, oh, fuck. And come started flying out of the broken condom all over me and my shirt. That makes the condom sound like a, a hose that's out of control. Right. Just, comes I guess all he over him. I guess he came at the same time that it broke. Because how else would it that would be right. the only reason I could think of the like of of the like ejection. Well, I guess it broke. He goes, oh fuck, pulls out. 
his dick turns into that hose. Immediately comes. Immediately comes and come, no rhyme or reason. Yes. Come goes everywhere. Every which way. Every which way to Saturday. <laughs> come there, come there, come up here. The ceiling. All over. That's why the something about Mary joke works with the oh, come yeah. in the hair. Right. Because we've all experienced the- Have we? <laughs> Well, uh, the idea that come just like, where'd that one go? Right. It just it shows up in various places. Yes. Okay. Um, so caught up on this come conversation a lot. During that exact moment, we hear someone keying into the room and he screams, wait. He flopped on top of me to cover the crime scene as his roommate opened the door. He's like taking a bullet for the president. Um, it was too late. And the look on his roommate's face said he saw it all. He was in such shock at the chaos that it took him a second to even close the door and run for the hills. After we laid there laughing and he texted his roommate saying, sorry, he didn't warn him that the coast is clear now. Although, <laughs> come on back, come is gone. Uh, although he offered me clean clothes, for some reason I insisted that I just needed some sweatpants since my dorm room was just upstairs. I pulled the pants as high up as possible to cover the jizz all over the front of my shirt and scurried my way upstairs. The roommate didn't return for hours. Sincerely, come and see. P.S. We are now married and the roommate was a guest at our wedding. Wow. What a beautiful ending. What a beautiful our story page. Isn't that nice? Get, just, just a guest? Not on the wedding party? Yeah, okay. not that close I guess it anymore. got a little awkward, yeah. <laughs> What'd you call this one? I had no names. What did you have? Come and Go. Okay. Come and Go is also a convenience store gas station in Missouri. Oh, only you would know that. Right. Okay. <laughs> and the people of Missouri. Yes. Um, come in. Okay. Yeah. I like I, that. Um, what's the commotion? Commotion. There we go. <laughs> Really, it's a very punny day today. Yeah, it's punny. Okay, this one, this one's fun. This is my last one. Let's hear it. Walk of Stain. Oh, that's good. That's the you winner. Like that? That's a winner. Walk of Stain. <laughs> Love it. Do you have it. any um, red flag deal breaker? I, you know, come happens. I mean, yeah, yeah. this happens. Oh, does he not lock the door? Is there no lock on the door? No, he was keying in. You could hear oh. the roommate. Oh, to the, the guest right, of the freshman. Wedding. It's a freshman dorm, so right. That's tough. I don't ever, think I've ever I had. had I had someone. no freshman roommate. No. No, I had a single. Really? Like, yeah. How'd you get that? It was the all girls dorm. I got in late to the school. Oh. Yeah. It's funny how life works. I saw a tweet the other day that was on this subject of like, you know, you're probably your freshman year, like, fuck, I'm alone. I got my own room. <laughs> I got no, you know, I don't have a roommate. And now I'm like, your own room that's fucking amazing yeah now i you look know? back i'm like that was great but at the time i was like oh i don't have like a little buddy right yeah right were you friends with anyone from your dorm floor um not really i had one friend actually one friend from the from the floor i used to i i i always think less of that person what who had no this friends is, this is this is gonna be like the teacher conversation all right let's hear it this is a, a hot always, take i always think <laughs> always think less of that person I do. What's the hot take? <laughs> of me? No, none of you. The You always meet that person senior year and they'd be like, can you believe my best friends were on my dorm floor? And I'm like, I, can, I can't believe you didn't try. To me, that's like, oh, at what point you're did you- are saying if you have too many friends. Okay. No, 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 no. If your only friends were from your dorm floor, right. 
all of college. Right. And you never like, met anyone after the first week. Right. right. You didn't know what types so of friendship. Would you at send all? that text for that? What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't think we're connected. Well, uh, I'm looking for someone. Uh, having friends outside of your own floor <laughs> of your dorm is a big part of my personality. And. <laughs> I could be turned on this <laughs> one. I, I I don't I don't think less. I we just should try just like, like a, a humorous experiment week with you where you actually write out those texts to anyone you go on a date with that has a small <laughs> thing that you kind of feel like could be done could have been better. You didn't have one other friend <laughs> four years. Just so happened that you know, you know, state put you in the right floor. I mean or, some people don't are not that friendly. Start talking to people. Okay. And then come back to me. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, all right. Let's do a, let's do another email. Let's do one more. We, this one's kind of a short, I, I have a short answer to okay. this one. I, I, I'm sure you might have some yeah. things to say, but I'll, I'll get into it. Let's do it. Jay and Jay, I'm moving in with my boyfriend in a few weeks and I'm feeling both excited and nervous. I'm happy to be spending more time together and it feels great. And we're becoming more of a team by taking this big step. At the same time, because it feels like such a major event, I'm nervous about the transition going smoothly. For background, I'm 28 and he's 31. We've been together for about two years and each of us live in our own apartments right now. I think I'm mainly nervous about how we can merge our routines and habits and all the logistics like chores, buying furniture, splitting expenses, et cetera. We were both pretty used to having our own spaces. I, I know both of you have lived with partners and Jordana has moved a lot. <laughs> Meg and I have this conversation every time. I laughed at that uh, line. And Jordana it's moves a, a lot. <laughs> so I'm hoping you can share a bit about your experiences and any advice you might have. What do you think? Um, moving in with your partner. Both of us yeah. have done it. I think, I mean, I think it's all just about having a conversation. There's no right, right or wrong answer in terms of like buying furniture. How do you want to like, okay. how do you want to go about the, I think it's a discussion. I don't think there are like rules for any of this stuff. I, I always envied what you guys did with the credit card situation. Oh, yeah. I okay, that's well, a that's good, a good tip. Yeah. I think that was a good... Uh, yeah, well, when we moved in together, we we opened a credit card together, and... I think, yeah. I think that immediately starts conversations that you would never have had you not gotten a credit card together. I am Agreed. a person who didn't do that. Yeah. And I think that is a, a commendable, great idea. It was a good way to, like, get ahead of it. I had friends who had done that, and it seemed like it worked for them, so that's how I got that idea. And then I feel like once we did that, also another part of that is like you kind of become a team. Right. Like this is our team card. Right. It brings a relationship closer together. Yeah. I think. Um, I wrote down a couple of things. But again, that, you have to discuss that with someone. Be like, so right. we're going to be, I assume we're going to be splitting the furniture. Why don't we get a card so that we don't have to like go into West Elm and ask them to split this couch <laughs> on, on, on like a thing. Right. And don't, and you don't want to get into, I'll do the couch, you do the chair. Right. I, I don't it's think annoying. I've done yeah. that. Because then you have to like keep a tab and know that's not hot. It's not hot. And it's also not really doing it together. Yeah. I, I think it's like, well, I paid for, you know. Right. I, I, it, it doesn't just, feel like it's communal property. No. So it's like, this is my chair. This is your shit. You right. Uh, two bathrooms. I mean, if you can afford that, that's the way to that's go. Not, that's not something I would, yeah. the money if on the, on the. On the on the the diagram of where I would well, suggest money go towards two bathrooms would be the I would agree. I mean, as someone who has moved several times, our first apartment shared a bathroom. A lot of fights about that bathroom. <laughs> um, since then, two bathrooms. There's nothing like having your own bathroom. Um, here's here's some top line advice I would give. Let's hear it. 
their habits aren't a personal attack. Okay. You're moving in with someone who has their own habits. Well, yeah. Someone once gave me this advice too, along those lines of don't make your roommate problems, your relationship problems. I like that. Yeah. Those are like two separate things. Right. Yeah. And you and I as fellow disgustings. (laughs) Easy for us to say. (laughs) Let's keep this as a. (laughs) Right. I I don't know. Sometimes I felt like it was. uh, And and again, I'd have to remember this, too. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. this person's coming in with their own shit, too. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, uh, you know, the one thing I remember is like I eat at night and I'd be like, and it's there's a shameful act to eating at night. Okay. And, you know, I would, you know, it's like, you're going to have to see that, (laughs) you know, like you're going to have to like watch someone do the things that they're not maybe proud of, you know? So, um, watch them in their disgusting element. Right. Yes. Uh, the pig in the sty, so to speak. Um, get fucked up one night in the apartment together. That'd be my other suggestion. Just stay in the apartment. Stay in. We're going to have a, we're going to have a, a, we're going to lock the doors. And we're going to get fucked up, turn up the music. Let's have a night like that. I would suggest that in the first week. Okay. Fun night. Cl- uh, consummate the consummate the uh, apartment. Right. Two people just partying alone. Yeah. Enjoy that night. And I, would I, say, I think that's a good idea. Keep doing whatever you were doing before you moved in. So if you had your girls nights or your right. own thing or your book club or whatever the hell you do. Like, I would just keep doing that because people, just because you move in doesn't mean you don't value alone time mm-hmm. anymore. So not only keep doing those things for you, but keep doing those things for them because sometimes you need to get the fuck out. Right. Get out of the way. Get out yeah, of here. Everyone deserves like a night in an, in their apartment by themselves. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm trying to think about other Yeah. And at the, at the worst, you're going to, you know, I, I know you're, uh, you know, scared. But the worst comes to worst, you move out. Yeah. You get your own apartment. It'll be a studio. Um, the sink will, you know, clog every now and again. There'll be beer trimmings on the on the uh but you know sink. what? It's yours. It's yours. There's nothing in the fridge. The lights don't work. Uh the couch is right on top of the bed. The bed's never made. You're traveling no all the food. time anyway. You're traveling all the time. The the AC doesn't work really well. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> worst comes to worst, that's what happens. You have a very, very nice life. I, I'm <laughs> um, okay with my life. But yeah, if someone, it, but I think you, it, the important thing is to get to a level, and it takes, sometimes it's not immediate. You get to a level with the person you're living with where you can just be like totally honest when you right. find something to be gross. And Mike and I are pretty, like with both of, with each of us, I think what's we're very the, good at calling each other out. It's not personal. What's the last thing he calls you out on? My shoes. He's constantly yelling at me about my shoes being everywhere. 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 What's the last thing you called him out on? Um, He loaded the dishwasher the in, incorrectly, the wrong way. <laughs> what's incorrectly? He like runs it with like, there's like, it's like not even half full. You need a full dishwasher. I need a full dishwasher. I think it's like, I'm very into like efficiency. And so it annoys me when he's like doing things not the way I like them done. Sometimes a full dishwasher grosses me out. I mean, that's why you run it. I know, but I'm like, I can't get it going. I, I'm a big you want it night, out, out of the way. Nighttime okay. for bed, throw it on. Fair. And then that sometimes my- if he takes out his contacts, he puts them on his nightstand. I don't like that. That's fucking disgusting. Right? Does he reuse them? No. He, oh, it's just, he just like forgets. Dummies? He like if he forgets before he goes out to bed to like take them out, he'll just like put them on the side, and then sometimes I can like see them the next day. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, well, 
if that's the grossest thing he does, he's really not as disgusting. He's not as disgusting as me, that's for sure. He was in Maine. Yeah, he was on a bachelor party. That was where the bachelor party was? Yeah. That He was right near where I went to summer camp. Oh, that's funny. I saw uh, on his Instagram story, I was like, I know that spot. Maybe it was your camp. Who knows? I don't know if they were. They were. He said they went to some random lake in Maine. Yeah, Sebago. Oh. I think that's where they went, right? Yeah, yeah seems like you had a nice time. It's beautiful. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. We already play some games? Let's do it. We got the paddles out here. Thank you. Okay, thank okay. you. Faux pas or nah. Ready to play some games? Let's get into faux pas or nah, presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. Every single faux pas can is based on a tried and true cocktail. Vodka soda, marg, tequila soda, and mule. You can't go wrong. And it goes without saying on this show that we're into keeping it real, which is why there's only real vodka or real Blanco tequila and no artificial flavors or gluten in these drinks. Now let's keep it real with some faux pas or nah. Okay, you ready? Let's do it. A person uses big words to make their job sound cooler than what it is. Here's the example. Okay. Hey, J&J, feather, feather. I found someone on a dating app that I think Jared is going to hate. <laughs> Get ready. Let me put on my hating shoes. <laughs> I mean, you've been wearing them this episode. Have I been a hater? No, I mean, like you just named like a few very specific things that you would that would turn you off Did from I? a perfectly normal, nice person. Um, <laughs> just, we, we got the hater rate out. We're ready to go. Just okay. don't, you know, have more friends than your dorm floor. That's all that's I ask. That's all you ask in a partner. Right, that's all I ask. I would love to see that discussed in like a couples therapy session. <laughs> if I had a tood, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was scrolling and I saw a profile that listed their job as in, inculcations, inculcation specialist. Is that how you say it? Inculcation? Inculation? Inculation? No, it's, it's spelled inculcation specialist. Okay. My brain autocorrected that to 
inoculation specialist, so I thought he worked with vaccines. It was late at night and paired with going to John Johns Hopkins. It made sense to me at the time. Only when he referenced his students in the convo did I realize that inculcation means to teach and impress by frequent repetitions or admonitions. And he was actually a high school teacher. Love oh the pod. God. I will see you in oh D.C. Oh, this person's so annoying. She, they're right. I do hate them. <laughs> and not just because they're a teacher. No. <laughs> inculcation specialist. Yeah, that's the that, like you're an asshole. Well, it means you have severe um, issues with your insecurity. insecurity. Yeah. Like severe. Yeah. If you can't, you're a high school teacher. Good for you. Just Admirable say it. profession. Yeah. Just say, yeah. Yeah. But inculcate. And it's like that girl that was on the, um, that we had on stage. What was she? Procurement. procurement. She was in procurement. She was in procurement. Yeah. I don't know what that means. She gets this things. Get, yeah. Just get stuff. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like this at all. It's a it's a not not just a faux pas. It's a nah for me. But I I I agree because like there that's an there, it's breaks of insecurity, right? And the, and the, and and you know what it does? It's actually putting them in a position where they make you have to ask them, "What does this mean?" Like it, it, it's a it's a little bit like it's it's. I think it's actually like they're fucking with you. Like it's manipulative. You think they're and trying it, to be funny? If they're trying to be funny, they're trying to show that they're smarter than you. Because I would have to go, what the fuck does that mean? Now right. I'm immediately in this position where you're the teacher again. I'm the, you know, the idiot. And now it's, it, it, again, it's back to the insecurity thing. It's like, I have to show you how smart I am. Right. Or maybe they're hoping that you don't even know what, that you feel embarrassed because you don't know what it is. So you don't even say anything and they get away with pretending that, that they're not a teacher. Right. I, I Which I don't understand. Same. Like if you weren't. Teacher is just such a specific job that someone would be like, no to. Right. You know, that you're like, what are you getting it's out so of? It's so easy to explain. Right. Right. <laughs> so, okay, you want to read the next yeah, one? Yeah, I'll do the next one. Your significant other changes their phone background from you to a celebrity crush. Ooh. I like this one. Long time, first time. If you could even fathom the number of times I've sta started a sentence with, my friends Jordana and Jared said, then you would be amazed. The submission is about myself. Love it. This is a great one. I've always been boy crazy and into emotional masturbation. Now, now I'm in the relationship I'll be in for the rest of my life. I have no doubts about that. I love my boyfriend. We're very happy. However, Pedro Pascal exists. I finished watching The Last of Us and I was so caught up in hashtag Chilean Sea Bay is that a thing? I guess that's what he's called. Is, I didn't, he, Chilean? is he Chilean? He must be. Yeah. It'd be a very weird nickname if he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes the food. Right. Uh, hashtag Chilean sea bay. Fever that I sought out a photo of Pedro and made it my phone background. Was it shirtless? No. Was it even remotely sexual other than showcasing a very sexy man? No. This was the picture next to it? I'm we'll assuming. show this on the Instagram. Yeah, okay. we gotta show this. But I, was I embarrassed about it? Yes. I'm a 28-year-old woman and my days of owning posters of hotties at the Jonas Brothers are long gone. My boyfriend thought it was funny, but I've gotten mixed reactions from friends, laughing at it to saying, why isn't it a picture of insert significant other's name here? While giving me a disapproving look. And I'll admit that I changed it pretty quickly, though... I keep it uh, in the rotation when I need a little Pascal me up. 
This is a funny email. Yours, lots of fish in the sea, but I want the Chilean sea bay. What do you think of this? Um, the picture. The picture is sexual, I think. Yeah, he is he's in a He's doing forest. a smolder. He is doing a smolder. It's not like a wacky pic. Like, he's trying to look hot. Right. I said this. Betches posted this, but Pedro Pascal didn't exist. Yeah. And then he's all I ever saw. Like, he went from... He, like, blew up. The definition of blew up. Right. Yeah. And, but at late in life, like... Just like now, right? Now, or like, was he in something else? He was in something else. Well, I said he's like a pigeon. You never see a baby pigeon. I never seen, like, a 20-year-old Pedro right. Pascal. But then there's always these... You know, well, these people he that was wanna, in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. An episode of 90210 okay. is not, you know, the, the equivalent of what he's doing today. Right. You can still come out of nowhere if you were in an episode of 90210 10 years ago. Right. He's in... There are less shows today, and he is in half of them. Yeah. He's, he's Mandalorian, right? Mandalorian. Uh, Last of Us. That's all I know him from is Last of Us. The, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Oh, yes. Game of Thrones. He was in that, right? He was the prince or something. I never watched Game of Thrones. But I mean, those are three major shows. But Game of Thrones was like years ago. Right. Well, I guess that's what, that, that was the response some people gave. Right. We're like, Game of Thrones. I'm when like, I saw him in Last of Us, I watched the entire thing. I had no idea he was in that. He was in Game of Thrones. Right. And you watched Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, and I watched it. So. Fairly religiously. Um, This picture is sensual. If Mike had a picture of, what is her this name? Is, this is interesting, yeah. What, what is her name? The, the um, I'm trying to think of the name of his celebrity crush. Kate, she was in Serendipity. Hudson? No. Upton? No. Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Kate, Kate Beckinsale, his celebrity crush. If he had a picture of her instead of me as his background, I would freak out. Freak out. I would be like, that's fucked up. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> What's going on here? Is this phone background you? Uh, oh my God, this is a funny story. So I, my phone background was him. And then I kept like j joking, not joking that my that his phone background did, was not me. And then mm. we went, after we got engaged, we went to like um, Zion National Park. Mm -hmm. And we took these, someone had took a picture of us on like the other side of the mountain. And I'm in it so tiny <laughs> like unless you were unless you took the phone and you put it like right up to your face yeah. you would have no you would have no idea i was in it and he was like look i made you i put you in my phone <laughs> a little tiny i was like that is not the same i wish i could find the picture it is like literally us in a canyon would you <laughs> there we are <laughs> there you are so cute everyone knows Love we're together you. yeah would you rather okay your your husband comes out to you Mike comes up to you and says, I will wear a wedding ring or phone background. Wedding ring. Wedding ring. Yes. No question. Okay. But like wedding ring or phone back background of Kate Beckinsale? Yeah. <laughs> he wears the wedding ring and it's Kate Beckinsale. So it's both. But then anyone who sees his phone is going to think that's his wife. It's weird <laughs> as an adult. It's weird. To have a celebrity crush and not, like, she said she's 28. It is weird. It's like having a poster of that person in your room. She made fun of that. that yeah, yeah, she said the Jonas Brothers things, and she made fun of it. But, like, there is a point where it's like, I, I get the joke. Right. <laughs> but, so you would leave me for him? Yeah, it's, like, a little weird. I'm just, I think it's, like, unnecessary. Like, again, I, th I think it's, like, men following the Instagram models mm. on or liking the pictures. It's, like... You could be a fan of something without like making it, without being so blatant. 
Right. And it, and it is a little bit like I have, you know, listen, it's fun to do like a self-deprecating joke when you're around that couple where the one person like does that joke too loud. Yeah. You know, when they're like, oh, I right. fuck Kate Beckinsale. It's like, that's enough. Enough. Yeah. You've gone too far. Like, I never feel I never find it funny or comfortable. Yeah. When I'm around that couple who's like, but if it was Kate Beckinsale, I gotta go get my rocks off with that lady. You know, like I, I never yeah, thought. Yeah, I think was it's funny. a little cheesy. I would say inappropriate. I wouldn't want it, so it's a nah for me. It's gonna go it's 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 cusping for me. Like I I okay. I, 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 I don't think I would be like I I hope I'm not that like what the fuck is going on with the phone back? I hope I would be able to play along. I mean, it would yeah. They would have to. I mean, I guess there would have to be a lot of context for it, right? The and friends asking is funny because they're going, "Is everything okay? What's going on?" Yeah, I mean, it's a little. Well, if, I would imagine it for you. Let's say their background was not just a celebrity, but it was like, it was like another. It was like a famous comedian. That would be I mean, like that's, kind of insulting. <laughs> that'd be right? insulting. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> they're allowed to like other people you know it's like you shall not laugh I know but like, know, like their favorite like they're, right, they're no, like I, with a they're with a comedian this is their, I get their favorite comedian the phone background it, it, the other thing it's just that we deal with our phones more than most right anything it's, else it's like in our lives like you might as well be plastered to your forehead right <laughs> <laughs> right yeah it's a nah okay nah okay alright one last one I think we have two. Oh, we got two alright three your date burps in your mouth mid makeout. <laughs> and as, 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 disgusting, I, as a disgusting, I can see how this could happen. Uh, in my first year of university, <laughs> I was making out with a guy I had met a couple uh, weeks prior. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> For only the second or third time, everything is going great until he lets out an involuntary burp right into my mouth as we're kissing. He just freezes, and so how do big I. Was the burp? Lips still locked. I pull away laughing and he looks horrified. After lots of apologizing and endless laughing and teasing from my end, we get back at it. It was a nah for me. Oh, I don't think she understands how the game works. It wasn't a nah for me. Oh, it wasn't a nah for me. Never yeah. mind, she does. It wasn't a nah for me. We've been together for seven years, have a baby, and are getting married next year. Congratulations. I, I, do, I do bring it up semi-annually just to remind him how lucky he is. I didn't leave that day. LOL. Well, that sounds just as fun for him. <laughs> Signed, made it to burp base. That's a funny send off. Burp base is great. I, the way he responded, like, it is funny that she brings it up every year. Lucky I didn't leave you. It's like, he didn't purposely burp in your face. Right. It was you an know, accident. It was an accident. Yeah. Like, he laughed at it. He was mortified. Yeah. I, I always say, if someone has enough shame, anything can be excused. I, I agree with you. Like, this is like so much a faux pas. Agreed. That I'm like, I would be fine with it. Totally. It would like, be funny. It would be funny. They just have to acknowledge, like, if they were like, I didn't burp. I'd be like, uh, no, no. Yeah, then it would be enough. But since they did, it's fine. All right. So now we're going to admit one of our own dating faux pas to each other. So what is it? Stuff that we've done or stuff that, so my, when I have committed a faux pas. Okay. Okay. So you've committed. I'm trying to think of what I've committed. Um, I'm trying to think of something recently because I I did this the other night on a date. I do the holiday tweets. Yes. So I tweet happy whatever yeah, yeah, to the person. Happy Memorial Day. Okay. I needed to post them. Okay. You know, you I needed, had them all. I had them all ready, but okay. I was like, I'm in the middle and we were meeting and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry to do this, but like I have to post these. And like we were watching the game and it was like. In person. Okay. In person. Yeah. 
And they didn't mind, but I did wonder, is this like so douchey right now? Because I, I just had to get, it was nine o'clock at night. I'm like, if I don't get these tweets up, and it is a little bit of work, yeah. you know, but I was like, so the faux pas or not, they post on the internet during your date. Okay. They post on Instagram during your date, I guess. That's I think, the, it, like I said, if you're ashamed, it's, it's okay. Right. You got This is your job. It's a work call. That was their response, which I appreciate, but I was like, I... I well, how long were you were you sitting there refreshing and seeing how well it did? No, no, no. okay. <laughs> it got posted, done. Good, yeah. That's a, also how long does it take to post an Instagram? Like, well, it was ten. I got to choose which one. Oh, you, know, you didn't make it yet. I, I thought you were already it. ready. It wasn't like post. It was like I have to like crop these, and it, okay. it was a ten minute. I would just have to be like, well, I can't wait for Valentine's Day. I'm so glad you're so dedicated to Instagram. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good response. Um, no, she was very nice about it, but it was. Uh, okay. I definitely had this moment of like. Man, I'm the guy that would be written in about right now. Like, oh, you fucking cropping. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of one for myself, a dating faux pas that I have done. Okay. I have a really weird story about mm. a dating faux pas. So back when I just moved in to my first apartment out of college, I had, you know, I'm like, you, you just take stuff from your parents' house. Sure. Because you don't have to buy it. Yeah. So I took like, I just grabbed like a, few like what I thought were just like white towels from my mom's house. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was seeing this guy who was like staying, who wound up staying over. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize until I gave him a towel is that it had my stepdad's name embroidered on it okay. at the time. My stepdad, <laughs> and it happened to be the same name as his name. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so that was an awkward one to explain what's going <laughs> on he holds I it made, up we were like that's it amazing was like, definitely he was definitely not trying to date me so i think it was uh <laughs> maybe that was why <laughs> that towels for you yes so faux pas or not uh you the you they hand you a towel in their apartment and it has your name embroidered on it it is definitely just a faux pas. I mean, I'd be fine with, <laughs> with the it. explanation. With the I'm explanation, sure. it's hilarious. Right? What a coincidence! Very like, uncomfortable. Right. So this means we're dating. <laughs> yeah, we're already monogrammed. So no, I guess it's just, just a faux, faux pas. pas. That okay. is not good. Great. The biggest faux pas you can make: not having faux pas stocked and ready to go for your next girls' night or date night. In, I mean, I'm obsessed with the spicy mango. I think I had when our last show. I had like three of them i just like once you get going i have the vodka soda with the uh lemon and mint i love it over ice game changer you're it, it it's is the perfect pool party drink it's the perfect right. drink to bring to the beach um and it's crushable and it looks great in pictures just it saying does. if you care about the how photogenic your drink is you're gonna you've got to make sure you pick some up aesthetic vibes are high exactly Visit www.faupacocktails.com to find your favorite faux pas near you. That's F-A-U-X-P-A-S and follow at Drink Faux Pas on Insta so you don't miss out on any of the tea. I mean tequila. We solved dating again. We did it. I'm so proud of us. We'll be back on Sunday for your Sunday special. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.